Welcome to Weekly Wisdom, a podcast about exploring wisdom in philosophy, science, comedy, pop culture, and everyday life. I'm Josh Reeves. This is part one in a series of four about the parables of Jesus. Do you believe Jesus was a holy person? I do. I don't think of Jesus as a king, a president, or a ruler of the world, but I do think of Jesus as a savior for mankind, just not in the more traditional way, as someone who you take into your heart that helps you escape eternal damnation from hell. I believe Jesus' essential teaching was that God is love, and that the nature of God in life is unconditional love. It doesn't matter if you are Christian or atheist, gay, straight, or a furry, a Nobel Prize winner, or an unfortunate winner of a life sentence in prison. God is the presence of love in the world. And that is the salvation to me that Jesus offers us. Salvation from the cruelty of humanity, from our own mistakes, from our own judgments, to realize the nature of spirit. Most of us, myself included, will struggle to heed Jesus' message to love as he loved, to love like the Holy Father loves. It's hard to do when so many people are such assholes. But that's the true wonder of Christianity for me, the challenge to truly love. And that's the kind of Christian I'd like to think that I am, an admirer and let's say an amateur of the followings of Jesus' teachings. I'm not a part of a sect that worships the Bible. I love the Bible and think many of its books are inspired and beautiful, but I don't worship it. I don't try to use its words to damn or exclude or to make sense of the way that people should behave or have comments about where the world is going. I love it most because of the teachings of Jesus that it contains. My favorite teachings of Jesus are the parables. These are stories Jesus told that talked about the nature of God. I love them most because, yes, I believe many of the books of the Bible have been misinterpreted over the years, but there is always something about a good story that maintains its original meaning, its jewel at the center, no matter how it may be changed or hidden. I also love Jesus' parables because I find it ironic that in the Bible, a text so many teach must be took as an errant fact, you have these admittedly non-factual teaching stories that are filled with meaning. In the Gospel of Mark, Jesus explains to his disciples why he speaks in parables. When they were alone, those who were with him together with the twelve asked him about the parable. And Jesus said to them, To you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to outsiders everything has to be explained by parables. For seeing they see, and yet do not perceive, and hearing they hear, and yet do not understand. And Jesus is fond of saying, If a man has ears to hear, let him hear. This is, of course, speaking to the ability of one not just to hear, but to develop an inner life within that can understand Jesus' teaching. A central teaching in Jesus' parables is about the importance of having a strong inner life. My favorite parable of Jesus is probably one of the most simple. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure which is hidden in the field, which a man discovered and hid, and because of his joy, he went and sold everything he had and bought that field. I love this parable. I could think on it for hours. At first, it kind of reads like something on a sweet Hallmark card. The nature of spirit is like a treasure hidden in a field. God's love is like a buried treasure. Ah. But then, a man discovers the treasure is there, and what does he do? This is where thought is demanded. He is filled with joy, but he doesn't dig the treasure up. In fact, he sells all the other treasures of his life, all of his goods, his car, his video games, his Amazon Fire Stick, his iPhone, his tickets to see Hamilton, everything, or the first century equivalent, and buys that field. Why doesn't he dig up the treasure and show off what he's discovered? Why doesn't he use the treasure to buy more stuff? Well, 
This is a different kind of treasure. It can't be dug up. It is within. The field in this parable to me is not an actual field. It's consciousness. It's our own hearts and minds. In the Gospel of Luke, the Pharisees ask Jesus when the kingdom of God will come. Jesus answers that the kingdom of God does not come by observation. He says, Neither will they say, Behold, it is here, or Behold, it is there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. In the Gospel of Thomas, not included in the Bible, but filled with powerful interpretations of Jesus' teachings, it says, Jesus said, If those who lead you say to you, See, the kingdom is in heaven, then the birds of the heaven will go before you. If they say to you, It is in the sea, then the fish will go before you. But the kingdom is within you, and it is outside of you. When you know yourselves, then you will be known, and you will know that you are the sons of the living Father. But if you do not know yourselves, then you are in poverty, and you are poverty. At the heart of Jesus' parable is the idea that the treasure, God's love, remains within, and that the realization that it is within you gives you everything you need to live a rich life. It can't be dug up, for it is within all, and the real treasure is to know that it's there.